Right, welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And since it's Thursday, it is time for a bit of chinwag with Sadia Osmani. Welcome back on the program, Sadia. In quarantine. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Actually, it's nice to talk to somebody else, too. (laughs) Happy to be here. No problem. So for some of our listeners, I'm sure many of our listeners, uh, regular listeners, will will, will have been following your journey. But for for some of us who are sort of tuning in for the very first time, Mm -hmm. um, you are Mm -hmm. currently back in Hong Kong from the UK undergoing uh, 21 days of quarantine. Uh, uh, Tell us a little bit more of the background of um, and and sort of how you're feeling and how many days into the quarantine you are okay well i'm actually today is day 11 of the quarantine and um i've come back now to hong kong after about sort of eight eight months away and um it's been quite a journey just to get back here because you know i mentioned last week in our chat the logistics of um you know all the documentation that you have to to have in order in order to get through and then eventually you finally get to your hotel and then you are here for 21 days and it's funny because we were just talking and and i i think i may have talked to you a couple of times about it just thinking that oh my god i was dreading you know 21 days and, and stuff but it is very much um a kind of personal thing as to how you deal with that because, you know, and I, th- I think, you know, one of the secrets certainly for, for me and for us in terms of I have my husband with me as well, I think being with somebody too, having company is a real, is, is, is really much nicer. I mean, obviously, oh, you've got some Sadia, company. That, that's, that can be a very thin line. I mean, you, you're obviously yeah. in a happy relationship, so <laughs> it works really well. But if you are sort of, um, you know, you've got explosive couples who often yeah, yeah, argue. Yeah. And imagine just being quarantined with nowhere to go, no, no space I can imagine. to go. <laughs> I can that imagine can that, like, you intense. know... Yeah, you're right, absolutely, because if there are, I mean, whether it's your husband or whether it's your best friend or whether it's whatever, whoever you want to do that with, it is because, you know, you can imagine that if you are stuck in a room with somebody for 24-7, basically, then little things may start to irritate you, you know, first few days and then, and it goes on, and so... You know, and it can be difficult. And there's actually no escape then because you can't, there's no other place unless you've, you've booked an amazing suite or something like that where you've got some breakout areas. But if you're in a room, um, which realistically majority of us are going to be in a, in, a, in a reasonably sized room, then it's actually quite hard to get away and have some privacy of your own. But also if you're kind of working um, and you're trying to do that sort of working day sitting in a room, like for instance, my husband and myself kind of balance a wee bit because he um, is working full time ever since he started the quarantine. So he'll have Zoom meetings and he'll be chatting with people. And so then I just kind of keep quiet so I can't have music on. I've got to be careful. So it's all about consideration. But I think um, whether you're alone or whether you have somebody with you, it's really how you frame yourself before you come in, the things that you expect and, you know, your expectations. And and I think one of the major factors is also that if you get into a hotel, it's funny, my husband was just saying this the other day and he said that I can't imagine if things hadn't been okay in the hotel in terms of being comfortable 
and you having okay food, because that means a lot to me, then I can see that you would have really got on my wick. You would have complained night and day. And it's true, you know, because of these things are so important that, you know, uh, the quarantine hotels provide all the essentials for you so that, you know, you're comfortable. Because if things are not clean, if, if the towels are not there, sheets are not there, then it's just another sort of irritating factor in your stay, and which doesn't help because you are captive and you do feel a little bit like a like a leper and nobody's going to come near you. Um, you know, and we've had now um, on day 11, we had a PCR test on day two, and we had, um, which was just one that we did a DIY one in our room. And then on day five, we had a knock on the door and we had to basically just open the door with our mask on, sit down with a kind of bin next to us. And then these, guy, these guys in full PPE came along and, and they've got little air vent things and stuff. And then they sit in front of you and then they take your swab test. So that was day five. And we also had another one on day nine. So within two days, a day or so of having those tests, within 24 hours, you get a result on your phone to tell you that you're negative. So... So it's pretty thorough, um, you know, and uh, you have no exposure to anybody whatsoever, apart from your meal that arrives at the door and then you just open the door and you get it. So, yeah. What was it like sort of seeing those guys um, helping you with the with, with the COVID test? I mean, essentially, they're the first humans, albeit they are yeah, wearing sort yeah. of spacesuits and whatnot, but they are humans. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's the first kind of interaction, but it's all very sort of surreal. Uh, it's at arm's length. Yeah, it's at arm's length. And it's also very like, there's not much, um, there's not much nice, there's nothing kind of warm about um, it. They just come in, yeah. like, right, you know, get your chair, sit down. Um, and so you can't be, you know, cracking a joke or anything <laughs> like that. You now, really how was your just day? Have to, you know, what have you been up to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of a are yearning to do that because it's you know it's natural human instinct for you to want to chat to somebody or whatever so you you don't really get to do that it's just quick they do the test and they're out of there and then they move on to the next person who's got to have it done so obviously in this whole corridor that we have there may be different people at different times of their quarantine but i suppose the other only sort of other human interaction obviously you we're talking to thing you were talking to family and we do all these WhatsApp calls and things like that. But also, I think I mentioned last week that this particular hotel has a kind of a WhatsApp group for all the inmates who are here doing their quarantine. So as new people come into the hotel, one person who's actually outside now, who was part of this before, she is coordinating this and getting in people onto the WhatsApp group who are joining the hotel you know, to stay here. So last night, on a Wednesday, they have a happy hour at nine o'clock where we all go on Zoom and we meet our fellow inmates. And, you know, on Zoom, we see faces, we talk to them. Some of them, you know, when, when I chatted to them, well, some from UK, somebody's come from Morocco, somebody's come from New York and Germany. So it's a huge, you know, selection of people from different backgrounds, different cultures who are now staying in this particular hotel. So that's quite nice. And so, you know, you might find that you get along with a couple of them and think, all right, I'll private message them. So I have been actually talking to a couple, um, you know, who I got in touch with afterwards and thought, oh, right, so what are you doing? So it's been really, it's been nice just to get their insight. And one of them is actually alone. 
and you know she's feeling the stress of being alone so so mm. it was nice to make that connection and talk talk to her and i'm sure these people are, are friends who i will probably have outside of my quarantine once i walk out you know so that's quite nice and i think social media allows that for us to be able to do that that's so nice that you know you're able to sort of connect with other people staying in the hotel. So, mm. um, did you manage any other sort of socials? Um, are you part of any WhatsApp group or any communities? Well, no, not really. I think what what takes the time is really trying because obviously I've got um, family and um, you know stuff in in UK. I think it's a good opportunity for all of us to kind of keep in touch, certainly with them. And also, this is a good time to actually get in touch with people that you've been meaning to get in touch with when you're on your quarantine. The other thing that's kind of kept me going is that I have my own personal Facebook page. I suppose anyone can have a look at it. It's just starting as money. And I've been doing a kind of Facebook, um, you know, quarantine log. And initially, it started off by just saying, oh, I, I'm in quarantine. And then it just so happened that, you know, every day I just started to do a little update as to what I did. And now um, into day 11, I've got a bit of a following that people are asking me, oh, so what did you do today and what did you eat today? So, so it's been quite nice and it's been nice for me to be able to just, um, you know, to note down some of the things because I think, you know, somebody else might be in quarantine at some point and, and you might pick up a few points there to think, okay, I could do this or I could do that. But it's also just therapeutic for me to be able to say, oh, like, I wasn't very happy about this and today I'm feeling a little bit low. And so it's been really nice. It's been almost like a little bit of a lifeline to to say that every every day, you know. Yeah. So I found that interesting. But the other part of time is really funny. The other part of my had right, is that we have quite a big window um, in this um, in this room. And because we were on the 31st floor, we are seeing the tops of buildings. And they're just across the way, there is a building, a big office block that's being built. And I'm watching, I've been watching that for the last few days. And they've been, they've been fixing the, the sort of large um, panels of glass because it's all glass this building um you know onto the um you know the whole face of the building and i'm just watching them how they do it <laughs> so it's been really interesting and yet you know they must be thinking they have no idea that somebody's keeping an eye on them as they're doing this and then i've been watching construction workers you know form those platforms Checking them out, platforms. Sadia. Just yeah, checking amazing. out construction men. Yeah, well, I can't see their faces. Oh. <laughs> Diet Cokes in the hand or anything like that. But, <laughs> but, um, but the platforms, you know, the bamboo know platforms. You, it's quite fascinating to watch the yeah, scaffolding. Because, like, Absolutely. It, it really is. And just to just to make sure, sometimes I, I look across, because on broadcast drive, sometimes there are people sort of, they've got construction going on in the building next door. Mm. I just want to make sure they've got their safety belt on. And, you know, always yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> That's what my husband and myself were standing in. I said, did you have a harness on, don't yeah. they? And, uh, but yes, they do. And, um, but it's amazing, you know, the skill. And, oh, totally. and I just think bamboo, it's amazing, isn't it? That it's so strong. And so it's given me an, 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 you know, my husband's an engineer, so he's kind of giving me the background saying, well, look, this is done like this and this. Done. So it's been quite an education, you know, so you can learn in quarantine too. <laughs> 
Exactly. Um, looking at your quarantine so far, I mean, you're halfway through. Uh, mm. What's been sort of the a, a few sort of tough moments? Have you had any arguments with with us if yet, or you know, what have been sort of some <laughs> some trying times? Because you know, you're stuck well, in the same room twenty four seven. There's no escaping. Well, we're stuck in the same room. He's uh, kind of he snored a few times, and then oh. I just got out of here. Um, but but we're just to be much more accommodating about things like that. But I think um, I think that yeah, one issue that we do have is that I like the room slightly cooler um, because you know there's no flow there. We we have no windows that we can open. We are stuck in this oh, room. Yeah. We've got the AC on. There's no fresh air, and if you even want to wash something and just hang it up near a window or something like that, you can't, like, it's not going to dry. So I have this issue that I prefer the room a bit cooler. He doesn't. So, so I put the temperature at 24, and then he goes and changes it when I'm not looking to 25. And when he's not looking, I turn it down again. So we do have that kind of thing. But also, like, you know, we try and make, I mean, during the day, he's working and he's on his laptop. But, you know, you would think that if you are sitting in a room 24-7 that you are together. But, you know, we do our own thing, but we do try then in the evening to have some time out and say, right, let's let's watch something together. Let's watch TV. Let's watch something on Netflix or whatever. So, you know, we try and get a little bit of uh, time to sit together because we do, you can be quite independent and do your own stuff, especially if you've got headphones on or whatever. But, you know, thank God as yet, you know, we've been married 32 years, so we haven't as yet had an argument. So I assume that, you know, we'll be all right. But obviously things can get tense. And if they do, I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> because I'm not walking out of here because that could be like six months imprisonment and 25,000. Oh, not, not worth it. No, no, not worth it. No, um, I don't think so. What's been sort of surprisingly easy... I think I think it's just been I, I found it reasonably you know it's comfortable it's okay I was dreading things like the food because I think that if we had had sort of awful food coming to us every day then I, to me you know the highlight for me is like I look forward to having my food so that's got to be good um, so that has been and it's generally been quite comfortable we've been okay I didn't think it would be as comfortable as it is right now for us at the moment. But I think now, yesterday I think was the first day when I was trying to feel a little bit, I felt a little bit of the strain because, you know, sometimes in the evening you can start to get a bit of a headache. And that might be because you've not had fresh air and if it's a dull grey day, you're not getting much sun in coming into the room. You know, it is very unnatural. Um, and, you know, I want to go out. I just want to go and walk. I want to just feel some air on my face. And I think that's the sort of strain that you're both starting to feel, that we just like to have some fresh air. Um, and, and we've still got... But you can't think too much about the time that you will leave because we've got too long yet. You know, there's another 11 days yeah. and nights. So you can't start to plan as to what you're going to do when you get out. You have to just take one day at a time and not think about it. Yeah. You know, oh. That's the thing. 
previously, Sadia, we, we spoke to Karen Ko, also um, a contributor on, on, on the mm-hmm. One Two Three show, and she planned her days um, yeah. quite, I mean, maybe not down yes. to the T, but it was really quite important yes. for her to sort of schedule out time to exercise, time to, to yes. do work. And uh, have you been scheduling? I mean, absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I like, We tend to, our, our knock on the door comes about 9.15 for our breakfast. And then after that, we're both up, our is working. And I kind of sit for about an hour or so just going through emails, things like that. And then I do a whole kind of hour of exercise, which takes me to almost lunch and then have a shower and change. Um, and then, you know, catch up on, you know, WhatsApp group, the WhatsApp group in the, in the hotel. Then we have lunch together. So, and then, um, then we both sit down solidly and I do some writing and I do some reading. So you have to actually have some sort of a routine to your day. And we have set times where we will sit down. If we have lunch, we don't sit like independently and have lunch. We sit down at our makeshift little dining area that we've got you know, just a desk and and two chairs. So we make sure we sit together and have lunch. So I think that routine is really, really important. You you need to do that because otherwise, especially if you are alone, if you Mm. don't have a routine, you could just be staring out the window and feel incredibly depressed and, Mm. and lonely. You know, it's very hard to get your mind focused then. Yeah. What about in terms of motivation? I mean, you've got to motivate yourself to, to exercise yeah. and just to do work. And, yeah. and what, How do you go yeah. about motivating yourself during oh, quarantine? It's hard. it's hard sometimes. It really is. You don't feel like it. Like even the exercise, I must admit, you know, I'm doing the exercise. I, I try it like I'm jogging on the spot and doing some You've been pretty exercises. good. I've seen your updates. You've been doing sort of an hour yeah, here and yeah. there. That's I've really good. Or so. Yeah. But, you know, it's not something that I kind of relish. It's not something I really look forward to, to tell you the truth. I just, I force myself to do it. But, yeah, I have like to do it. And also I think, <laughs> yeah. But also I think that exercise, you know, those that gets you going. I mean, generally they say for your mental health, you know, exercise is a good way of actually relieving some of the stress and anxieties that you have. So I think it's absolutely essential in that respect to be able to still do it. And once you've, say, you know, done an hours of exercise and had a shower and stuff, then you do feel better for it and you feel a little bit more energized and stuff. But but I think it's that fine line between when you are sitting in the bed thinking, oh, shall I get up and do it or not? You have to push it. You really have to try very hard. And, and it takes discipline because, you know, there are no, no other things that you can do. You have to go and do that. And it's not particularly um, creative exercise either. You're, you've got a limited amount of space. I can't actually stretch my arms full way if I'm just sitting kind of in the little corridor that there is. So... So it's you just have to be creative about it, but you have to really push yourself. Um, you've got sort of eleven, sorry, ten days left in your quarantine. That's that's mm-hmm. actually not so bad. You're halfway there, Sadia. Yeah. So so big, well done. Um, what, how are you gonna sort of spend the rest of it? You know, do you have game game plan or well, just sort of continue what you're doing? Well, we've got, you know, I did a Facebook thing recently and I was asking about good things to watch on Netflix and, and I had a really oh, good yeah, response. Yeah, that's always good. You know? yeah. yeah, and people have kind of given a list of things. So 
So we have a list generally our evening. We may actually watch a film or do whatever. I, I started a book years and years ago, and I feel like I want to get back to writing. So I'm trying to sort of psych myself up to start doing that because I do have stuff that's written, which I need to edit. So it's really just trying to find, you know, you set yourself sort of small goals each day and you think, okay, I want to be able to do this today. I want to get in touch with this person. I want to do this. So it's really, again, planning your day to keep yourself kind of, you know, motivated to keep going. Um, And then also, I think by next week, I'll get into this mode where I think, okay, we haven't got long left. Now planning as to things to do with work or meeting up with people. So I think then you can forward plan a bit. But as yet, next week for me is like, I don't want to, I don't want to think about it until I'm through this weekend. Yeah. You know, just to take one step at a time at the moment. But it's nice to at least look out of the window, which is, a real godsend because if we didn't have a, a nice window, it's not much of a view and it's very still because we are high up, so we don't see much movement or people or cars or anything like that apart from construction workers. But it is nice just to look out of the window. It's quite nice to have. Yeah, that's quite important. We, we often see um, quite depressing posts on social media of people in quarantine in, in Hong Kong yeah. hotels where, because it's expensive, you know, especially if you have yes. to quarantine for yes. 21 days, yes. it, it can really it's add up. Um, and yeah. because the windows don't open, oh, sometimes I've seen one really bad one where there's a small window that you're looking directly at the wall Straight of the other concrete. building. Yep. Lots of hotels, I'm sure, are like that. And also, I think what's surprising to me, too, is that, you know, when I talk to other people who are here doing quarantine, it's amazing how many people, this is not their first quarantine. They've been doing, they've done like 14 days here, and they've done this 21-day stint before. And I, I couldn't imagine that. I just feel like this is a big thing. If I can get through this, I wouldn't want to do it again ever, because this is just circumstances which you know made us do it but i really wouldn't want to do it again to yeah. tell you the truth who knows maybe their circumstances you know sometimes it's quite yeah. difficult families are yeah. are sort of staying in different countries and yeah, yeah. some yeah. some for business some because of personal reasons and some yeah, yeah it's it's so difficult it really is a... i think there needs to be a lot more sympathy about that because it's very easy for somebody just to say oh well you know you got yourself in that situation and and you have to sit through 21 days that's your own fault but you know as you say that, that there are different circumstances where people there's no choice available to them they need to go they may be family circumstances there might be business concerns all sorts of things and you know travel is just something that no matter what we a lot of us have to still do but you know but now i feel like I once I'm back, I'm in my home. I don't think I want to go anywhere now until we know that COVID is settled. Totally, because it really is quite a hardship to do that financially, mentally, physically, everything. I'm not sure I'll be able to handle. I certainly won't be able to do it with my two little ones. I mean, imagine 21 days with two kids, two little. It's just oh, I don't want to think about it. Well, Sadia, on this note, (laughs) somebody came in with a six-year-old recently. To this group, and and they they had a six year old who who somebody said sounded very upset when he came in. Oh. So I can imagine it yeah. must be really really difficult. So. Yeah. In that respect, you know, I, I hope, I wish them the best because yeah. it's not easy with children. Thanks a lot, Sadia. We're, we're, we're out of time uh, this week, but I look forward to uh, more Chin Mike with you next week. Thank you yeah. very much indeed. Okay, <laughs> Take care. Lot. Bye.